Michigan at the 41. What a hit! Ball's free! On the ground! South Carolina deserves to have it! Clowney just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. 22nd and 10 for Fields. Fields to throw it. Pump fake. Sacks. Fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU! Snaps with the This is Menace to Picks. All right, welcome to the next episode of the Menace to Picks podcast. JG, the sportsbook joker, coming on live in a little bit with our West Coast capper. We are going to break down week nine of college football, week eight NFL, going crazy right now. Locktoberfest is in full effect. The entire month of October has been maybe our hottest streak ever. We've gone on some epic runs, but this one that we have plus 800 units. If you are signed up, you are killing it. We've been getting fan mail. We've been getting DMs on Twitter, on Instagram, on Patreon, talking about some uh, big moves that that our subscribers have made. Patreon.com forward slash minus two picks. We're going to break down the Big Ten. We're going to break down uh, Florida, Georgia. There are some big games this weekend, and we'll talk briefly about the NFL as well. So the goal is to continue killing it throughout this month. We're going to cap off the month on Saturday night in Columbus. The Ohio State Buckeyes take on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Traditionally a game that's played for the Big Ten East championship that's not going to be the case right now with Penn State losing the week before uh, last week to Illinois as a 24-point favorite a game that they blew they they could have had a, a giant opportunity against the Buckeyes but now um, they're basically out of contention for the Big Ten East uh, they would need a ton of help to surpass the Buckeyes even if they win um, as well as as Michigan and Michigan State who who will play this weekend so we'll break down that game and um we're going to continue to stay hot and do our thing. We're having a, a, a great time this month, and we're going to keep it up all the way through football season, kicking off college basketball. Our NBA picks have been hot. Our soccer picks have been hot. Patreon.com forward slash Minutes2Picks, at Minutes2Picks on Instagram and Twitter. $15 a month, Infinity Locks. $25 a month for our exclusive picks. That's all main American sports, and then all picks, including soccer, golf, tennis, any pick we could ever make, racing, is $40 a month. That's premium. Enough all that. As our famous Zach Smith once said, let's get to the show. All right, for this first segment, we're going to break down the Big Ten. It's a massive weekend in the Big Ten. Penn State at Ohio State. We have Michigan at Michigan State. And the first game that we're going to talk about, whoever, is on the Big Ten West, a game that's traditionally been a very important matchup and still uh, this year is going to be very important in the Big Ten West. The Iowa Hawkeyes on the road at Wisconsin. They're a three-point underdog against Wisconsin, who was struggling early and is now playing a little bit better. Iowa was playing fantastic football. Um, they lucked out a little bit to beat Penn State, and then they threw out a clunker uh, against Purdue and lost at home. So our West Coast capper is here with us. Uh, West Coast, how are you feeling 
out there uh, in the desert. And how are you feeling about the Big Ten? Big Ten is still strong as ever, and uh, I'm a Big Ten uh, fan, of course, uh, growing up in Ohio, um, as you can imagine. Uh, but the Iowa team is very interesting to me. They were a little bit of a trap game that they got caught in uh, with Purdue. Um, uh, after a, after It might have been a little bit of a hangover game, as you might call it. But I'm looking for them to bounce back, uh, Iowa, and beat Wisconsin on the road, uh, money line, straight money line. Yeah, straight money line for me as well. I, I, I don't think Wisconsin's good. They've beaten Purdue 14 times in a row now, I believe. Uh, so for whatever reason, when when Wisconsin plays Purdue, there's something going on there that both teams um, kind of revert back to the mean, I guess, uh, in the matchup. Whereas um, I think Vegas is kind of indicating, well, Purdue beat Iowa at Iowa, and then Wisconsin beat Purdue at Purdue – but that transitive property doesn't always <laughs> come to fruition. So um, anything more to, to think about, or just Wisconsin? Or Wisconsin's not as good as Iowa this year. Yeah, I don't. I really don't think so. And and I think the Purdue thing is tricky for a lot of teams um, in the Big Ten for whatever reason. Purdue every now and then uh, ruins uh, Big Ten team seasons in one afternoon. And it's just really a weird phenomenon. It's funny because then Purdue then will turn around and lose to Western Michigan or something like that. It's not. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely correct. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's straight up. This is this is an easy play. The over under is thirty six or thirty seven, which leads me to believe that it's going to be super low scoring. Now these Iowa over unders have been um, they've been sneaking over sneaking over but we've been nailing the second half unders in their games same with wisconsin so um i'll probably stay away from the under and just take iowa to win the game because i think they're better than wisconsin this year uh the next one's really uh final thoughts go ahead i do as well i i I agree right now but you know uh, it's that time of year i loved how you worded that about uh, how vegas is what vegas is trying to tell us at this point of the season the next game is uh, big noon kickoff. Michigan undefeated on the road, um, going to Michigan State, and Michigan State has owned this matchup for a long time. On 10, 12 years, Michigan State feels really comfortable in this matchup. Uh, Michigan will be looking for revenge after losing at home last year as a twenty a twenty eight point favorite. Mel Tucker uh, and the Spartans walk into the Big House last year and win straight up. Uh, on a terrible season and now Michigan State who for me has played the easiest schedule of any team I I don't even see them having one good win Um, you know they beat Nebraska at home they went down to Miami Florida and won Miami Florida is bad but Michigan you know at least they have gone to Wisconsin and won they've gone to Nebraska and won they're, they open as a four-and-a-half-point favorite at Michigan State. Michigan State is something like 11-2 and two in the last 13 matchups in this, and also the same for the spread. Um, so how do you see this one going? Well, I, uh, it's interesting because the line has changed. It, it's gone to four-and-a-half. It was minus three. So that, that tells us something. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to uh, say that Michigan will cover this uh, spread. Uh, and they're going to beat Michigan State at Michigan State uh, this season. I think this so, is a season where Michigan, uh, finally all the pundits on uh, the different channels are talking about Michigan's explosive offense 
capabilities. So this is different. This is a different Michigan team a little bit. I know we say that every year about different teams, but it's obvious to me that this might really be the fact uh, this year for Michigan. Yeah, I don't know how I'm how I'm feeling about this game. Looking at the historical numbers, for whatever reason, when you think Michigan's going to play well in this game, uh, they don't. So, you know, I could I could see conventional wisdom kind of pointing to them being the better team so far this season, but for whatever reason, that has that hasn't mattered uh, in this game. <laughs> so it can be a tough one to 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 handicap. And looking at a couple of the things re- regarding this matchup is is Michigan last last week covered against Northwestern. It snuck over uh, in the second half after only leading uh, Northwestern by three. But Michigan has not had a lot of success recently covering in the Big Ten. Um, I don't know exactly. This this game might just be a pass for me. This game might just be let's watch this game and enjoy it. Um, but I, I definitely have more confidence in the Iowa pick rather than trying to decide this game. And if I was leaning anything, I would probably just lean uh, Michigan State to cover, even though I'm not sure how great they are. Uh, so uh, the next game to talk about, of course, is is the big one with Ohio State at home. They're almost favored by 20 now. They've been destroying spreads. They, it's, they've been beating teams by 50 uh, since Akron. They've been beating everybody by 50, essentially. Uh, they are seven touchdowns better than the teams that they've been playing recently. Uh, absolute domination of kind of what we thought the Buckeyes could look like this season. They're locked in. They've covered their last eight in a row in October. Uh, an, a wrecking ball. Penn State basically shot themselves in the foot and lost to maybe the worst team in, in the Big Ten talent-wise. They lose at home as a 24-point favorite to Illinois in the trap game. Um and now that what would have been a Big Ten East uh, potential championship matchup with Penn State and the Buckeyes, of course, you still have Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, but certainly the winner of this game would have been in the driver's seat in the Big Ten East. It's not the case now. James Franklin looks confused. Um, the Buckeyes are clicking. They're talented. They're getting healthy and they're starting to get more experience all over the field. Are the Buckeyes going to roll and cover three touchdowns again? Uh, I don't know that they're going to cover the three uh, touchdowns, but I think uh, James Franklin is confused because he's thinking about another job. Uh, I mean, his name is coming up at, and on two different jobs across the country, one of them being USC out here on the West Coast. So um, there's a real possibility that he's going to move on after this year. I, I take, I'm going to go with what I've done. You know, I, I try to uh, keep it simple. If it works in the past, then keep doing it. So I, I'm going to go with Ohio State with the first half. Uh, cover the first half points. They're ten point favorite in the first half. I like that play. I think that's a nice number. You could get a push out of that if they're up a touchdown and a field goal. Um, Ohio State's offense cannot be stopped right now. They've they've been playing suspect teams, but Indiana's defense has been good this season. That was a, a game on the road in the rain against a good Indi- a, a good solid Indiana defense. Not great, but I mean they looked exactly the same as they did against Rutgers and against Maryland. They didn't take any steps back. Travion Henderson is explosive. The offensive offensive line is mauling mauling teams right now. So I think they will be up uh, by ten points at halftime. And until I, I see somebody else cover against the Buckeyes right now, I I'm certainly not going to play Penn State. Um, now this game has been a, a matchup that Penn State's been able to cover, uh, not win. They did win once in kind of a fluke game and 
I want to say it was 2016, 2017. They won on a blocked field goal run back for a touchdown. Yeah. But um, Penn State has covered a little bit in this matchup. But I just don't see it. I, I don't see – I don't see, you know, risking uh, hard-earned money on, you know, hoping the Buckeyes fumble the game away or get passes deflected for interceptions. That's the only way I see Penn State covering the spread. Yeah. Ohio State's on, a, on you know, they're, they're back on uh, looking like Ohio State. They're on a bit of a roll again, and they're mowing teams down. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to just go with what I've done in the past. So do you- you see the Buckeyes as as uh, the winner of the Big Ten again this season and I, I, playing, right now, playing in the playoffs. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. You know, they're they're back to where I thought where we all thought they could be this season with the the talent they had coming in, as well as the talent that they had coming back. So, you know, um, uh, yeah, with a little bit of a shock, they got off to a slow start, and now they're just you know rocking and rolling. I think they're like we mentioned there several times on the show. Uh, they're they're schedule to start the season didn't set up uh that easily they didn't have the walkover and they didn't, they didn't start with akron you know they started on the road against minnesota who's turned out to be a pretty good football team uh they won that game on the road at night then they came back to play oregon who's a really good football team probably the best team in the pac-12 and they lose that game but it was kind of one of these things if, if you have coached in the past usually usually the, the early losses are more important than winning um, because it forces you to take some in-depth look at, you know, what you did wrong and uh, what you need to improve on and what your strengths are and kind of figure out your identity. So that Oregon loss was actually the most important thing for the Buckeyes this season. Yeah. That goes to an old saying of Coach Wood. He he didn't feel like he needed to lose to learn anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Why do I need to lose to learn something? Right. (laughs) Well, the Buckeyes did, though. So um, Yeah, he didn't like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Coach Wooden said, well, let's just, you know, let's go ahead and let's win. Con- let's continue winning, and I'll try to learn that way. Right, so even though, you know, the Buckeyes <laughs> lost, um, yeah, you know, Ryan Day, obviously, he, he's not going to be thrilled at the end of the season that they lost to Oregon. But um, he's going to understand that, you know, it was just kind of a, you know, part of the part of the uh, process. So, so um, the final game to talk about is Florida-Georgia. Georgia is a two-touchdown favorite. This game is going to be played in Jacksonville. And um, so neutral site per usual, Florida, Georgia, Georgia, you know, to me is the bona fide number one team in the nation. I only see three teams that could win the national championship this year. Um, The only teams that can do it for me are Georgia, Alabama and Ohio State. Those are the only three teams that have a chance at winning the national championship this year. And Georgia is clear cut number one for me right now. Uh, I'd have the Buckeyes second. I'd have Alabama third. Being the, home, being, the, being the homer that I am, I got Cincinnati number one in the nation until it's proved differently. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, they were, they were uh, you know, a mistake away from beating Georgia last year in the bowl game. So, um, you know, can't blame you on that. That's okay. The Bearcat fans will love that. Um, so, yeah, that they would be the other team. They would be the fourth team right now. Um, man, what, wouldn't that be an amazing playoff if it was those four teams somehow? I think we're all kind of rooting for, for something like that. So anyway, so do you have Georgia covering the 14? Is Florida going to play them tough or what's this going to look like? Yeah, it'll be, you know, Georgia gets, you know, 21 and Florida gets three or something like that. It's going to be, it's, it's, uh, Georgia is just really good. They're just so damn solid. They don't, you know, Georgia doesn't beat themselves. Um, no, to- totally agree. 
And so that's the thing. It's hard to pin. And then a neutral site and all those Georgians are going to come down uh, on, you know, up at the northern end of the, of the uh, state. So, you know, that'll be a lot easy access for all those traveling south. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Georgia home game. Right. So, um, yeah, I'll take Georgia. I'll take Georgia to cover. I mean, until I see differently, last, last week, if you took Kentucky, congratulations. They scored on the last play of the game. So, you know, that Kentucky staff is uh, shouting out some of the big blue nation, some of the alumni and the boosters that, that took that took Kentucky on the on the points there. They got they got one on Georgia there to finish the game, the, the nasty backdoor cover. Um, those are never fun. But this is a nice number of two touchdowns. I don't see Florida having a lot of success offensively against that Georgia defense. And uh, I don't see them scoring more than two touchdowns themselves. So as long as, as long as Georgia can get to 28 to 30 points, they're going to cover. Yeah. Um, 10 unit play. Not, it's not, to me, that's not an infinity lock. Uh, the Buckeyes are going to stay infinity lock until proven <laughs> any the other way. Uh, you know, we've been passing out the Buckeyes like Halloween candy uh, yeah. on the first yeah. quarter, first quarter, first half. So we're going to stick with that, with them. So um, huge college football weekend. I don't think it's a crazy, crazy uh, gambling college football weekend just for the fact that these games are going to be entertaining. So um, you can probably you can enjoy watching the games without, you know, getting too uh, invested in the financial aspect of it. So there's nothing wrong with staying disciplined if you don't have a strong angle and you'd rather watch the games than be a fan on Halloween. Well, I, I think the Cincinnati game is another one. There's some games that I, I'm still uh, going to follow. Um, the Cincinnati game, they've been covering the first half since we've uh, been doing this for a while. So Cincinnati is another team that, you know, why change it? Why change up your pattern if if you're having success with it? So that's another first half game you might take. Um, and then yeah, uh, I like that because they did not uh, the last week. They did. They did not cover against Navy. So uh, the chances are they're probably going to get that corrected. I think they covered in the first half, though, didn't they? Uh, I'm not sure. I think that was actually a close game at the half. I know, but it was uh, it was it was still a it was still a cover if, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe check yeah. that one. But, we'll check it out. Yeah, we'll check it out. But I'm I'm pretty sure. But um, another one is Nebraska is uh, playing better. I think they can beat Purdue. You know, weird Purdue going to Nebraska. Uh, I, I think that's a money line. And then Auburn. You know, I uh, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, so I'm, I'm, that's a pass possibly with me with the, the Mississippi uh, Auburn game. Yeah, con- contrasting styles. Auburn's somewhat methodical and yeah. you know defensive minded. Their quarterback's interesting. So contrasting styles there. I think that's a, an interesting game. Um, as far as Nebraska, I agree. I think Nebraska can beat Purdue at home. Uh, they they have the Buckeyes next week, I believe. Um, so that they're going to be thinking this is going to be a key game for us to win, <laughs> knowing that they got the Buckeyes looming, um, which, which for me, I, I've, I've had that all year. I've had that as a tough game for the Buckeyes. Now, who knows is Ohio state going to get on there and beat them by 52 possibly, but I've had that Ohio state Nebraska game on my mind since the beginning of the year. Um, you know, you just, you, you don't know what it's going to look like. And, and that's, you know, it's far away. It's a long trip. And that's coming off Penn State. That's with you still have Michigan State and Michigan on the horizon. So that Nebraska game, to me, that that represents a true road game that that um, 
could be interesting, I think. Um, yeah, but, you know, who knows? Ohio State has gone there a couple times and, and ran them off the field. So, so we'll see what that looks like. Um, for NFL, we'll hop over to NFL and um, have to help, help me out here on, on the lines that, that you've seen as well. The Bengals start with them. We've been playing them weekly, and they've just been crushing, te- <laughs> crushing teams since that second half against Jacksonville. Um, they, you know, have looked really good. They've been covering. They even covered in a home loss where the where the field goal situation with Green Bay. But since then, they crushed Detroit, made Detroit quit, and then they made Baltimore quit. They also made the Steelers quit on the road earlier this season. They're going on the road to play the worst team in the NFL right now. Um, well, one of the worst teams there, there's some bad teams in the NFL right now between the jets, the Houston Texans. Um, I think the Jaguars are kind of, you know, the, they're probably the best team of, of the bad teams, I guess, but (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, They they are probably the the best of the last tier. (laughs) Right. But, um, the jets are, are bad. Uh, the Jets are now looking at they, they signed Joe Flacco. Is he going to play or is he their backup too? Um, he's, no, he's probably uh, probably also going to be assistant coach and assistant general manager. <laughs> uh, yeah, are we talking coach? about the same guy that started playing in 1990? <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, their coach is in over his head right now with a lack of talent. And uh, so the Bengals go there. They're a 10 or 11 point favorite. I personally, I think the Bengals are going to make this team quit too because I don't think you see a Bengals team um, that's going to sleepwalk through these games anymore because they have Joe Burrow. Um, they haven't, to me, he's he's pretty close to an elite NFL quarterback, even being so young. Um, with that dude on your team, he's transcended the organization. Uh, he, he's kind of done what, what Chad Johnson and some of those guys did in the early 2000s with Marvin Lewis. He's given, he represents a chance for them to win almost every game, provided that they have a healthy roster around it. I think they're going to crush the Jets. Well, um, Cincinnati is far better than anyone thought they were going to be, so i got to put the joker on the spot. How are you feeling about that coach now? I had them early in the year that I did not think that they would win any divisional games this year. Yeah, I know. Um, and it's now – to their credit, they've been pretty lucky. They have not see, uh, they have not seen any major injuries, knock on wood. Whereas the Browns have been injured, the Ravens have been injured, the Steelers yeah, have been injured. Yeah. Um, and those teams are do not appear to be as formidable as they looked preseason. Um, so the Bengals have been fortunate, and it turns out their schedule hasn't been that tough. But that's led to them kind of getting on a roll a little bit. Um. So, yeah, I'm I'm coming around a little bit on the coach. I still don't have him. Like, I don't think that he's a top NFL coach by any stretch of the imagination. Um, It it appears to me that their defensive coordinator is is, uh, doing a great job. Holy Uh, smokes, yes, yes. uh, That defense is is the most – maybe the most improved unit in the NFL right now. And, I mean, the other one is is I'm going to say I wasn't – that excited now our coach Zach Smith he loved Jamar Chase I personally wasn't excited about the Bengals drafting Jamar Chase and I couldn't have been wronger I mean Jamar <laughs> Chase he he's a bona fide NFL superstar he's a top 25 player all positions in the NFL right now 
Um, as well, a I, I think there'd be some that would say uh, much higher than that. I mean, that, that combination between those two guys that were uh, also college uh, teammates, oh, that, that, that they're, they're killing it. And some of those plays are in fantastic. It's fan. It's fan. It literally, it's fantastic to watch Jamar chase when he, you know, when he, he squeaked away with the spin move, I, I thought, no, no chance. No one can, no one is going to catch him. And, I mean, there was he's so much faster than the Ravens defense going away. It was that's an incredible thing to watch. Um, it reminded me of it reminded me of Chad Johnson early in his career where he, he literally changed the Bengals organization. Well, you know, I, you know, I've been around coaching and teams for probably too long. And some people probably wish I wasn't. But um I have to say that when you watch a team like Cincinnati, whose the expectations are very low, and then they start having some success, and then they start having um, some fun, I don't. You normally don't see that go away in the same season. So once it gets like this, and they and they 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 can smell smell the bacon, man. They they're they're ready uh, every week to go make it happen again. Once that happens, I I rarely see teams just back off and say, "Okay, we're we're going to fade down the stretch." That, that's you know the only team I've seen do that in the last few years is believe it or not the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. Uh, they they, they kind of fade at the end, but Cincinnati's not going to do that this year. Uh, they have the they have something special going on, and they're you watch their sidelines, man. They're having a lot of fun. Oh, their culture looks strong right now, and, and, and you know, they're loaded with talent. They, they have talent, and you know the question is going to be when they play these really good teams with tremendous defenses, are they going to be able to protect Joe Burrow? You know, he went up to, to Chicago, and they couldn't protect him. Um, so in these big games, when they play great defenses, which we haven't seen it, they haven't seen a ton of them yet, um, but when they play teams, when, when they have to protect him, if he's protected, he's going he's gonna to win the game. Or he's going to get you very close to winning the game. So, uh, moving I saw, on to the next, I saw a special, a little bit of a special on him against pressure, and they're doing some uh, some kind of neat things in Cincinnati to get. It's almost like he's a, a veteran of many years. The way the the pundits are talking, the analysts that are former NFL guys, they're saying the way he's his ability to read pressure and make the right decisions is, is beyond his years. So he's, he's, he's making strides with even some of the elite of NFL analysts. If he, and if, if he, uh, as you're saying, has a little bit of time and control of the situation, he has the ability to dissect the defenses. And that's what you saw against Baltimore. He was putting the ball where their team wasn't consistently in the second half, um, which was, very, very exciting if you're a Bengals fan. Uh, if you're an AFC North fan, I believe the Browns and the Steelers are going to play this weekend. So, catch up. Uh, the Steelers are playing better. The Browns got a big win. We had them as an infinity lock to win their Thursday night home game. Um, so, who you got in this game, Browns or Steelers? I don't know. They took all the fun out of it. All the guys that uh, – <laughs> a lot of – a lot of people missing, uh, a lot of faces that you're, you're hoping are there. But, you know, the, Cleveland's going with a substitute quarterback now. He did a very good job in the uh, previous game. He's, you know, he's, he's got some qualities that, that Baker does not have, um, you know, but I, I like Baker's competitiveness. So I, I still, and I think Pittsburgh's beat up and, and it's at Cleveland in the dog pound. 
you know, I'm I'm still taking Pittsburgh or Cleveland, I should say, forgive me, Cleveland in the with the money line, no points. The only way I would go with Cleveland in that game would be with the money line. I'm taking the Browns to win the game. Um, I, I think the Steelers are – they've been a letdown. They've been a disappointment this year, and they, they've kind of continued with their mediocrity. You've seen Mike Tomlin, who has a better career record I saw today than, um, than Andy Reid. He has a better – or excuse me, career percentage, uh, win percentage than Andy Reid. He has a better winning percentage than Sean Payton. Um, to me, those are probably two of the best in the NFL – and Tomlin's career record is better than both of theirs. Um, so I'm seeing him a little bit pissed off, but also I'm not sure that's going to matter because I'm not sure they have the talent. I, I don't think they're going to be able to stop Miles Garrett from getting in the backfield and wrecking the game. Um, and then you have Denzel Ward, who is a a lockdown corner that can take out your best wide receiver and, and cover an entire half of a field. So um, between those two guys on defense and they have some other strong defensive players, got the Browns winning the game. Um, so that's the other AFC North matchup. Uh, the Bengals, like I said, are crushing the Jets. Give me the Browns to win that game. Um, other Any other NFL games that, that you liked? Yeah, I like, I like Arizona, uh, believe it or not, to uh, cover our money line only with Arizona against Green Bay. But Green Bay, Green Bay, the word out here on the left coast is that Green Bay's got some a lot of um, virus uh, guys that are going to be off the uh, able-to-play list. So, so I, I, this, game is t- this game is tonight, I believe, Thursday night football, oh, okay. uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Is that, is that correct? I mean, this, is, this is the Thursday night game. Um, yeah, I believe, I believe it, 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 it will be. So – um, and I and I and I and I agree. I have I, I don't care about money line. I'll, I'll take money line and parlay that with with maybe a big NBA favorite or yeah. um, something like that, or a big hockey favorite. But I, I think that Arizona is going to cover. Um, yeah. I, I think they kind of slept walked against um, the Texans. They didn't even care. They still ended up covering the twenty points against the Texans. But I have I have them covering. I, I think missing Devontae Adams is that's huge. That's almost the same as missing Aaron Rodgers for me. He's that good for them, and um, agree completely. So I, that that's a, this is a strong play for me. I, I think both ways parlay him on the money line with with uh, somebody else you like that's a favorite, and then also I think you take him to cover. Um, other NFL games, West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I just real quick, you know, we we just uh, finished with a couple of these. Um, New England played great last week, but then they have to go to the you know L.A. Chargers, and um, and it's only minus five and a half for L.A. You know in L.A. and and uh, so I'm I'm thinking that L.A. is going to uh, cover that spread five five and a half. That's what I have it at right now. I'd be interested to see if that line uh, changes. And also uh, Dallas again only you know less than a field goal against Minnesota. And I know Minnesota's very good, very good, but right now Dallas, they're 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 uh, they're really rolling, and so um, less than a field goal have to take Dallas in that game. Interesting, um, interesting plays there. I'm 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 torn. I was torn on that on that Chargers game, but you know I always trust the West Coast, particularly on. Um, you know, when when you have an NFL game prepped or an NBA game prepped that, that you've looked at, I I like the Patriots 
uh, not necessarily in that game, but I kind of like their team in general. I think Mac Jones is great. I think Mac Jones uh, is really good rookie. Um, Loved him at Bama. I thought he was by far the most underrated player in the country last year. Um, And now you see that Bama was, was a really good team with all the talent they had. And they also had a great NFL caliber quarterback playing. Um, (laughs) So he's good. He's, he's, he's good. He's, he's, uh, he's right. Second tier uh, NFL quarterback. You know, he's, he's, I don't think, I don't think he's first tier, but, but he's, he's right there, man. And uh, what a game he had last week. And I just wonder if they can, you know, they can duplicate that two weeks in a row. You know, the NFL is an incredible, just an incredible thing with the NFL and, and the whole, the whole league. The coaches catch up so quickly with teams. Look, look what's happened with Kansas City. And I'm, I'm listening to Romo and some of those guys on, on the uh, networks. And, you know, they're describing how the league has adjusted defensively to what Kansas City does. And, but they do that with everyone. I mean, it's the, it's the scouting league of all time. So I'm always interested by that piece of it. And I'll just be interested to see if New England can, you know, they're what they're 500 now, or they fought themselves back to 500. So they're playing a really good team, a very well coached team. So I'll be see if they can do that two weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not, I think that that spread could be, could be tight. I think it could just be, you know, one of these games where it's coming down to a mixed extra point, whether or not you're going to cover um, so I, I'm cool on that one. That's that one's probably going to be a no play for me. Dallas, I, I initially it looked just fishy. Um, Dallas has been crushing everybody, and they they've covered right. every sp- or every spread. They they've covered every spread this season. I think. I kept looking at that too, and I look at that. And I'm like, well, why are they only favored by two and a half? You know what I mean? Uh, I right. I get it. I get it that that's a tough game against Minnesota at home, but. Um, that was just strange to me that Vegas, you know, is kind of wanting us to take Dallas, but we all think Dallas is better. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, conventional wisdom. I want Dallas, but the the spread just looks a little like put the fish emoji next to it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, love, love that when you do that. <laughs> Kansas City, uh, Monday Night Football at home. Yeah, next they, week they never cover. Uh, they hardly ever cover. They did cover against the Eagles. They blew out the Eagles. They blew out Washington, both of those two teams um, that are in the Cowboys division. They blew those teams out on the road in the fourth quarter, uh, but those are back-and-forth games. They're home. Mahomes and, and company are pissed off. Is this the game that, that they're going to, to get it all together and crush on Monday Night Football? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I it's more than a, a touchdown and a field goal. And um, it just appears that they're struggling offensively and defensively. And if, again, if, if there's one, I don't know if they're going to cover that 10 and a half, because if there's one thing that happens in the NFL about mid season, teams catch up and those, those scores become a lot closer. And uh, you go, man, the, those sharks in Vegas are pretty smart. You know, so it's, uh, I, I don't, I don't like that 10 and a half. I, I'm not sure I'm going to, I would bet Kansas City to cover that. I think it would be, you know, a closer game than I think Kansas City will still win. But I, I don't see that them blasting New York Giants. No, the New York Giants, we actually gave away them to to cover last week, and they covered with yeah. ease. Yeah. Um, 
and you know, this week they're on the road and Kansas City not only are they not covering um I mean they're getting crushed in some of these <laughs> games yeah. we had them parlayed on the money line we had a bunch of um, advanced analytics that we liked Kansas City to beat Tennessee and I mean they got down 28 nothing I mean it was it was a Speaking of Shit speaking show. of uh, yeah, speaking of vibes and just the way teams look, their whole mantra. Man, did you see their bench, Kansas City's bench during that game? They look like they quit. They they done. They were they were done. It start. It starts to look like you know they start hearing. Is this the the Super Bowl thing? A Super Bowl loser doesn't go to the playoffs over yeah. and over and over again. In even with teams that you can't imagine. The craziest stat ever, by the way, of those weird stats is soccer-related. Uh, as we finish up the show, the winner of the World Cup doesn't get out of their group The four years later. Whoever won the World Cup does not get out of their group. I want to say seven or eight years running. I think that one kind of makes sense to me, though. If you think about what happens in, uh, in other parts of our of our world, our our uh, you know, the earth here. If you think about how soccer is treated in other parts of the world, you know, they build up to the World Cup every four years and then they develop this team for, you know, eight years from now. And then, and then all of a sudden, all those guys are all gone. So that, in a way, that makes sense to me. I can see that. And then they come back and it's like, uh, some of the midfielders are are a shell of themselves and what they were four years they're too ago. Old, they're too old, or they're gone. And then um, the whole thing of they have a giant target on their back, and you wonder if the hunger is there. The hardest thing to do is repeat. So I'm looking at Kansas City, and I'm thinking, are they starting to get that vibe? Like it's not our year in the AFC. Um, yeah. and the best appears- professionals. Yeah, go ahead. It appears to me that I'm not sure whose year it is in the AFC. You know, the Titans are are now looking strong. Uh, maybe it's the Bills. Uh, is it the Bengals? You know, it looks like with the last few years, it's like okay, nobody's messing with KF or with uh, with Kansas City. Well, that's how uh, we started the season. That's what we were thinking at the start of the year. I'm not betting against them, but now listen to us. Right, and then you know Baltimore is taking a step back with some injuries and different things. Uh, so was it the Bills, the Bengals? You know, or is Kansas City going to put it together? It's a scary thought, though. If the if the Kansas City Chiefs do get in the playoffs, um, just to say they say they get healthier, they make some defensive moves, and you're playing Mahomes, and somehow they're in the playoffs. That is a scary thought for teams. A team like the Bengals, you know, can could the Bengals really beat the Chiefs with the chips down? Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. So the chiefs remain an enigma. I think right now is, is the main takeaway. Uh, final thoughts for the weekend West coast. Another, another great uh, week of NFL and college football for everyone to watch. The, the Buckeyes are rolling and Cincinnati's rolling. Let's just hope they don't have to play against each other down the road. <laughs> the tailgate point on lane five thirty on Saturday, October, 30th i believe halloween party uh braxton miller lots of former buckeyes lots of current buckeye families uh the tailgate's gonna be uh, out of sight tremendous food drinks it's for a charity event going to a great cause 
Come up, spend some time with us at the tailgate if you haven't got signed up yet for the picks. Plus 800 units, we've been calling it Locktoberfest. We've been killing it. I've never been this hot, um, so you love to see it. West Coast Capper, we appreciate you coming on. We'll see you at the windows. And here we go. Michigan at the 41. What a hit! Ball's free! On the ground! South Carolina deserves to have it! Cloudy just says, I'll take care of business right here. I'll come off the ball and rock you and get it right back for our offense. Second and ten for Fields. Fields to throw it. Pump fake. Sacks. Fires. Touchdown, Garrett Wilson. Now Burrow going to launch downfield for Chase. Who's got it? Touchdown, LSU. Snaps with the whole Look! Oh! The kick is oh! This is Menace to Picks.